sauce. Hello, everyone out there in Lasso land. This is Peanut Butter and Biscuits, your Ted Lasso fan cast for NPR Illinois Community Voices. I'm your host, Craig, joined by my co-host, Mr. Jeremy Geckner. Hello, everyone. It is indeed March. It is the time of madness, and the madness has infected the Ted Lasso sphere here on Peanut Butter and Biscuits. I'm so excited. Bracket time, bracket time. We have mentioned a bunch of times how lucky we are to be in the Ted Lasso creator, content creator space, and uh, we are excited because there are so many very cool podcasts. There are cool YouTube channels and vlogs and everything else breaking down this show, and we had a chance to chat with the folks of LassoCast a few months back, and so they were so gracious. They are coming back to the show to do this March Madness bracket, so Lassocast is here tonight. <laughs> we have Sai and Kenny. So Sai, how are you? Hello. I'm really happy to be back. This is really fun. Yeah, I'm, we're so happy to see you again. This is so great to get to chat with you and catch up on all things Lassocast as well. And Kenny, how are things? Uh, I, I'm good, but I think I need to clarify. Uh, since our last meeting, you haven't let us leave the Zoom room. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, been... all you do is hit, you hit leave meeting. I, I, I was, I was really no, nervous. I, I didn't want to just, I didn't want to just end, end meeting for everyone. Mm, so, yeah, yeah. you know, I, I don't, I don't see a leave button. I keep pressing <laughs> the green button up in the top left corner. Well, Kenny, I think that means go away. Yeah. Kenny, it, it should show how much I care because I actually purchased a separate Zoom account so I can only have that Zoom room open. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I appreciate what that. a feature. You know what, everyone? Let's just give him a hand, shall we? Yeah, oh, look at that. It's the soundboard. <laughs> the soundboard makes an, uh, makes an appearance. But, yo, it is March Madness. But before we get into that, I just want to chat with the two of you and see how things are over yeah. at LassoCast. I just heard an excellent episode today. You talked to the associate casting uh, person for Ted Lasso season one, and that was wonderful. Yeah. So how has it been for you? Kenny, you want to start us off and tell us what you've been up to? It has been so fabulous. Uh, the off season is always <laughs> an interesting time for LassoCast, which I guess we started with yeah, we we started in an off season. We were kind of catching up, but once we don't have episode to episode content, it's very interesting. And <laughs> <laughs> we're going rogue, is what's happening. We are yeah, going rogue because yeah. <laughs> obviously we got our uh, Ted Lasso content on the main feed. Then we just started our Patreon, which has been so much fun. Uh, Sai and I chatted selling Sunset. And a little bit of Star oh, Trek. No. So like we're truly going rogue. We're just oh. having a good old time. Hey, <laughs> what is what so great? Two tracks, I come on. What what is my track? What series is your go to? Yes. Uh, oh, oh, that's a great question. I believe Ooh. Kenny had me watch uh, Star Trek the the Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And uh, it was a cliffhanger. <laughs> Dude, I know so it, nothing. I retained that's nothing. Okay. It was my but, first Star Trek. It might be my last. I don't uh, know what to say. That's okay. Kenny, what was, which Star Trek was it? Uh, it was Star Trek The Next Generation, The PNG, Best of Both baby. Worlds. Mm. Oh, The Best of Both Worlds is so good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but also, oh man. To be fair <laughs> but, to Cy, it was my first episode of Selling Sunset. 
and I can also not tell you much about <laughs> outside know, of the fact but... that one of the people's name was Chriselle. Am I right? That's correct. Yes. I mean, but she's our protagonist. Just now, she's, she's just now realizing how surrounded by nerds she is in this uh, chat room here. And Well, now I have a clarifying question. If there's Star Trek The Next Generation, is there Star oh. Trek... There's there's Other the original things? Star Trek, there's Star Trek Deep Space. So, so yeah, and that that I think is the reason why it was the next generation was because the original series happened in the 60s, 60s and then yeah. and then the movies happened. So like the movies really brought it back to life in the 70s and then uh, into the 80s. And so the next generation was like, the next hey, generation yeah. after the original series. Like that so. show you love, here's a bunch of actors who weren't in it, but it's still that show. <laughs> yeah, I mean all right. Yeah. But it's Patrick Stewart, so all of you bow down, man. I mean, I'm pretty sure Spock showed up in that series. You know, every now and then Leonard oh, yeah. Nimoy made a, a guest appearance on Vulcan or something like that. So all right, again, so now we are we're all really... starting a Star Trek podcast, everyone. So welcome. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, but Sai, uh, so you've been. So this is my problem because we just stopped our recaps, and so now mm. it's like making sure that we have some kind of content that is like worth it to put out there and also keeping people like I love the listeners that we have for this show I love everything about this show so I want to keep talking Ted Lasso and stuff like that but you know going that extra route of like finding other shows that you are also watching or also into and maybe doing an episode on that that's kind of a good idea right yeah yeah, I mean, first of all, we do not commit to having something that's great out there. We're just taking a chance here. So, yeah, we started our off season with an episode around what to do now that Ted Lasso's over. And I think that kind of sparked some creativity there of like, hey, watch these shows. And also, here's other things that we just like. So, like, John and Kenny they love movies. And so they did an episode about like their letterbox. And then John and I really like Selena Plus Chef. So we're like, here maybe get into Selena Plus Chef because we like it too. So we're committed to talking about content in the off season. If we're lucky, we get Ted Lasso stuff, which is, you know, how we got to Alyssa, the associate casting director. Like that was, you know, at least on brand and on topic, but beyond that, (laughs) no guarantees at this time. Also our main feed has also been, we've gotten amazing guests still, even whenever we're (gasps) not that's true. Our our interview with the actor that played Richard. Mm. Uh, that was life-changing. I had no idea what to expect. And it's, it might be my favorite episode. It was just so unexpected. You know, and uh, so Jeremy, so we had a chance to just talk to Stefan as well. And um, yes. he, it, it'll come out, it'll come oh, out in April. Craig did. And, I was and, actually sick that day. Yeah, <laughs> Jer- Jeremy had to bow out. But, you know, it was one of those like, What's interesting, and you hear this in uh, the Lasso Cast episode, you'll probably hear it in, in our episode. Like he's he apologizes for um, English being a second language, and like how he like needs to make sure he's understanding like what's coming, uh, what the question is. But like going, like he is so uh, he is so great in his responses, and like just his life story is so mm-hmm. interesting, like going to India and all of the, like just everything about that guy is just so fa- fascinating. It's just incredible to get to talk to him. Yeah. And I did, I did love that. Even though I had to bow out, he actually sent me an email asking if I was doing okay. And I was like, that's so freaking nice. Like, <laughs> that's amazing. Who does that? It's just like, yeah. yeah, dude, I'm good. My, my stupid kid gave me the stomach flu, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and 
let's not pass over that. Your kid is very stupid. You were yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I hope he's able to listen to this someday. <laughs> <laughs> but what we are here today to do is to define the best Ted Lasso episode uh, of the 22 episodes that we have been given. So what we are going to do is we are going to do sort of a sweet 16 matchup of sorts. We will have eight episodes from the season one of Ted Lasso, and then eight episodes of season two of Ted Lasso. And the three of you are going to be voting in this because I don't want tomatoes thrown at me virtually. So (laughs) I'm going to host this thing and keep it all under control. We do also have some play-in matchups as well. So we'll have a little bit more than 16 episodes represented. We wanted to try to get as many episodes in as possible. And what we decided to do, because it's really hard to we get really passionate about these episodes that we really enjoy. And, and so the best and easiest way to rank these by season was just to go to the IMDB rankings of <laughs> users that are out there that have ranked these episodes. And so that is what we did. They are seeded solely based on the IMDB ratings. So if you don't like the seeding, something has gotten, you need to go yell at the internet because that's always really productive. And it always listens and it always makes you feel better. <laughs> Sure, sure, sure. (laughs) Also, this was, of course, put together by our resident bracketologist here at the Fro Network, Lou Hare, um, who always does such a great job with this. And yes, he did great with the play and matchups. And yeah, the IMDb rankings, they're about as accurate as the coaches and AP poll in college basketball anyway. So we're we're good. We're doing good. Absolutely. So the play in games are actually going to be the seventh seed and the eighth seed. And so I think what we're going to do is dive right into it. The rules are there are hardly any rules. Yes. What we will do is. (laughs) Each of us will get, uh, or each of you rather, will get up to a minute to talk about why you are voting a certain way in a matchup, and then we will take the votes. Whatever wins the majority vote will continue on until we get our champion. So, Cy, Kenny, are you ready? I'm ready. All right. I'm so ready. So ready. So ready. (laughs) Let's break some hearts. All right. So, (laughs) here we go. The first play-in game of season one. And this one is a toughie that it's a play-in game. But again, blame IMDb, not the host. (laughs) Going for the eighth seed play-in is going to be Trent Krem, the independent of season one versus the pilot episode of Ted Lasso. So those are vying for the eight seed. So I'm going to go to Jeremy first. Tell me what you're thinking as far as are you going to vote for Trent Krem, the independent, or are you going to vote for the pilot to get into the tournament? Oh, this is tough because I've shown so many people the pilot episode, like expecting it to hook them. And it always does. Um, It always gets them to want more. It worked on my wife, which I never thought it would work on. So, um, but I've been on record on peanut butter and biscuits saying that the episode that got me hooked, hooked was Trent Krim, the independent. I absolutely love the character of Trent Krim. James Lance hit me up. Um, And I, I just think that the ending of that episode, when you actually hear Ted's full philosophy, of you know it's not really about the wins and losses it's about making them the best versions of themselves i don't know that got to me my dad was a coach he always believed in the exact same thing that talent is there if you make someone believe in themselves that's the most important thing so that speech always gets me at the end i love uh the character so my vote trent Krim, the independent all right so Sai, if Jeremy had his way, we wouldn't have even had a pilot episode to this TV show. So <laughs> Come on, what no. is it that you would like to do between Trent Krim, the Independent, and the pilot episode? Which one gets your vote? 
Yeah, um, I'm going to go with the pilot episode. Oh, yes. So just objectively, like I kind of like thought through like my stack rank of all the episodes and the pilot is a little bit higher. Um, the pilot kept me watching. I will say I wasn't a hundred percent sure about the jokes in the beginning. Cause it was, you know, it is a lot of jokes and this and that, but Ted won my heart. Um, I think that's the episode where, uh, Rebecca is telling him about like the ghosts in the hallways. And he, he <laughs> says, I, he, she asked if he believes in ghosts and he said, yes. And I, more importantly, I hope they believe in themselves. And that's <laughs> where I was sold. That is like the number one joke for me. So the pilot all the way, hundred percent. That's so great. I mean, all those gifable moments, when you go back and watch that pilot, that's where like almost all the gifts that people use, or uh, as some people say, gifs, uh, they, they come right from that pilot episode. It's just chock full of so many amazing puns and dad jokes all the way through. And it really like greets us with this very earnest Ted Lasso, right? So, but they're both great episodes and it's yeah, going to come down. I expect another defense of my pick there, hosty man. I mean, come on. <laughs> no, Trent Crim the Independent is fantastic because like you said, we get the speech with, and we get the scene with Ali in the restaurant at the end. Um, you get so many memorable spots about like how it, it really wraps together that idea of this super earnest guy that we can all still get behind and not just think is really lame or, you know, too much for us to watch as a TV show. But Kenny, it all comes down to you. Which um, one makes it into the tournament? Now, before I weigh in on this uh, heated play-in, from context <laughs> clues, I have gathered that a play-in is like a wild card. Uh-huh. It, it, it is, sort of. Wait, so what, what happens is there might be a team that is kind of on the bubble from making the actual tournament, and so they will play off against each other to make it into the actual bracket. So this is going to slide into the eight-seed matchup, which means that it's going to go region. up against the one-seed. Yeah. So Excellent. Uh, yeah. Because I, I think Lasso Cavs can probably stake our claim as the least sports-educated I know. Without John here, we're really struggling. I'm just saying, like, seeds. You're doing sure. great. You know how brackets work. You're doing great. Yeah, I have uh, Star Trek. I'll be able to like tell you every class of every Enterprise when the movies came out. But like, <laughs> a sports question, I I would get shot before I would answer one. <laughs> Absolutely. No, I totally get that. I have a host on my Disney show who calls them buckets instead of brackets. So you two already way ahead of the game. So I need an answer though. Uh, Trent Krim, the independent or the pilot. Certainly Uh, for this, for this eighth bucket. um, (laughs) Now, Sai, you know that I love you unconditionally. I like where this is going. I like where this is going. Uh, and Jeremy, I also love you, Uncle. <laughs> I, feel it. I feel it as well. But I'm going to have to go with Trent Krem, the Independent. Understandable. Trent Krem, the Independent, is going to make it into the tournament. That means the pilot episode of Ted Lasso does not make the tournament. Bye bye. Uh, which is that's tough. I'm not going to lie. That is how a do you tough have out. a show without a pilot? <laughs> I don't know. The chaos has begun already. Uh, you can ask the original Star Trek which started with like its eighth episode in. 
So now what we could do, uh, I'm going to throw this out to you all. We could immediately go into the bracket and have the one versus the eight matchup, or we could go ahead and do the other play in. in. You want to do the other play in matchup. So let's get the full bracket for season one ready. All right. So the other play in matchup for the seventh seed is going to be the fourth episode of season one, which is for the children. I always refer to it as the gala episode. And then (laughs) the second episode of season one, which is just titled biscuits. So it's going to be for the children versus biscuits, the second episode of season one. And we're going to start with Kenny this time. What are your thoughts between these two episodes? Uh Biscuits. Okay. Going with biscuits. Uh, for the completely arbitrary reason, <laughs> uh, I guess the For the Children episode is probably better. We get more interesting interpersonal dynamics, but Biscuits establishes the titular Biscuits. Yeah. And the For the Children episode has music, and I like <laughs> Biscuits better than music. There you go. I promise I'll have more educated opinions later. No, that's, that's, that, that's, that is science, my man. Don't, don't apologize for science. <laughs> that's where, that's what people come here for. So Sai, I'm going to put you in the middle one more time and then you get to go first the next time. So what wow. you are between for the children and biscuits, which one are you going to vote for? I'm very much for the children. Um, in life and also <laughs> in this ranking. Um, I love this episode. Everyone is so fancy. I love a fancy, you know, moment for all the people involved. Um, I like that we finally get to meet Rupert, our villain. Uh, Ted and Rebecca, they have their little bonding moment where she's finally able to be like, he kind of sucks, right? And he's like, yeah, he does suck. And that's fun. Um, we also get to see interesting sparks with Rory and Keely because this is where Keely like um, uses Rory is like kind of a pawn when like Jamie's sort of upsetting her because he kind of used Keely as a pawn. So that's like our first moment with those two. And I love that. Um, and yeah. Oh, also this is when Rebecca and Keely start like mm-hmm. creating their friendship in the ladies room, which is where all magical things happen. So And on that red carpet, it's all like, mm-hmm. this is really mm-hmm. kind of their moment as well, which is a, a great episode. But, you know, Kenny brings up a good point. We would be just peanut butter if we didn't have the biscuits so <laughs> which one are you going for here you're going for for the children or for biscuits jeremy that man he took it takes away my joke before i can even say it um <laughs> yeah i have to admit that um biscuits does have a lot of really really good stuff in it um and of course that is the titular thing but yeah for the children gets my vote. Um, it's, it's, got, it, it's it, you're right. Like, uh, Zai, I think that Rupert might be one of the best TV villains of all time. Like it, he's so smarmy and so manipulative. Um, there is nothing redeeming about this man. <laughs> and those are always what you need in your villains. Um, so yeah, uh, for the children, plus Cam Cole, man, Cam Cole, he's, Cam he's Cole. amazing. Cam Cole is kind of cool, uh, for sure. So we are going to jump right into the actual bracket for season one we're going to leave the season two stuff until a little bit later here but these are going to be the four matchups going against each other for season one so the first matchup is our one seed which won aj Catalan the emmy for editing the hope that kills you versus Oof. the play-in trent Krim, the independent as the eighth seed so uh, we have the hope that kills you 
versus Trent Krim, the independent. We got the season finale versus uh, the third episode of season one. How is it going to go? Sai, I promised you, you would go first and you <laughs> are in fact going to go first in this matchup. Boy, I'm really torn on this one. Um, looking at my notes, they're, they're pretty conflicting. <laughs> <laughs> so I objectively gave the hope that kills you more points, but my description is, I don't remember much. I know they lose. <laughs> Whereas Trent and Creme the Independent got a lower, you know, ranking with much through uh, description. So I'm actually going to go with, even though I love AJ Catiline, I'm actually going to go with uh, Trent Creme the Independent because Ooh. of all the reasons y'all said before, I just felt strongly about the freaking pilot, but it is as, uh, a high quality episode. So you won her over and she's voting for the upset pick here. So, mm-hmm. uh, Kenny, now I know that you at lasso cast are good friends with Mo Judy Lamore, and he plays a mean quarterback in the hope that kills you. So <laughs> I don't know if that's going to sway your vote or not, but which one are you going to pick between the hope that kills you and Trent Krim, the independent, the hope that kills you. Okay. Uh, I like that. I love that it's like always the tie. I love this. (laughs) Uh, It's, I mean, by this point, the show has grabbed me. And then also, if this were a lesser show, if this were a more conventional show, as conventional doesn't necessarily mean lesser, but for purposes of argument, it does. Uh, They would win at the end Mm. and the journey would be done. And -hmm. they would be the best team ever. Uh, Hands down, they would have avoided relegation no. And then this also helps stick to Ted's ethos of it genuinely is not about winning. It mm-hmm. is about becoming the best versions of yourself. So the victory is that they are all still there. At the end, they have grown. They have become emotionally healthy. Roy is able to literally lean on Keeley, uh in, in searching for uh, respite. And then also secretly teeing up the season two with that odd ending mm-hmm. that also makes so much more sense with season two now being laid out, but just, just a taste. Uh, it, it's a brilliant episode, uh, as is Trent Krim, the independent, but, uh, compared to the hope that kills you, uh, it's, 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 it's tea. Yes. All right. All right. So we are going to go with the tie over to Jeremy. You get to choose. Does the one seed advance or does the eight seed upset here in the first round of the bracket? So what do you think? Yeah, look, I laid out all the reasons why I love uh, Trent Krim, the independent so much. Now allow me to vote against it. Um, oh <laughs> I'm going to flip this table. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'll tell you this. So I'm a very music inclined person. I went to school uh, in college. I studied music composition. That was going to be, you know, my big thing in my career. I wanted to score films and stuff. And um I just think like the use of music in that last episode, especially Marcus Mumford's uh, You'll Never Walk Alone from the Mm. musical Carousel, um, coupling that with Jason's speech, with Ted's speech at the end about how losing sucks, but worse is losing when you're alone. And that is, you know, one of those things that that speech still sticks with me, but also the image of Jamie pulling that army man out of the envelope um while marcus mumford sings you'll never walk alone in just this beautiful tone that only he can do i am uh, genuinely getting me. chills right now just i know yeah. 
Yeah. And it, it's just one of those moments. I remember like watching that for the first time and I literally teared up at that moment because it was just like, you know, because I always had a soft spot for Jamie, even though that first season, believe it or not. Um, and it was just like seeing how his father reacted versus how Ted reacts. And then that music underneath it and all of the context of that. And that's like the one moment where he finally gets it. And I was just like, and, but there's nothing you can do about it. You know, you're on the other team now. So um, I, I just, the, that moment is very hard to beat for me. So uh, I love you, Trent, but the hope that kills you gets my vote. Don't Honestly, let him. Y'all did the right thing. <laughs> For sure. Don't let him lie to you. Phil Dunster is his iPhone background right now. That's he true. loves That's Phil true. Dunster more than he loves Brett. So um, usually <laughs> my kids, but mostly Phil Dunster. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is a tangent. Uh, have you guys seen Phil Dunster's hair in that sag? Yeah. Yes. Oh my. Look at him go. <laughs> Those classic bitches, man. Look at them all. Mercy, <laughs> mercy, mercy. Yeah, absolutely. They all look great and uh, at the oh, sags. God. How about uh, how about Annette? How about she plays May? And I was oh, like, who is that? I was like, oh who my that gosh. was. I did yeah. not know that Sarah had to tell me. <laughs> it's so great. Yeah. So great. All right. The next matchup in season one side of the bracket, we have the four seed, which was actually the eighth episode of the season, Diamond oh. Dogs. Versus the five seed, which was the sixth episode of the first season, which is Two Aces, the introduction of Danny Rojas. So we have Diamond Dogs versus Two Aces, and we're going to start with Kenny this time. Uh, This is murder. Why does this have to be? Here's the thing. You have made this exceedingly hard. Yeah. And I'm not talking to peanut butter and biscuits who have been gentlemen. I'm talking to the creators of Ted Lasso. It's <laughs> exceedingly hard because of how great the show is. Um, We're going to write a strongly worded letter to the writer's room uh, <laughs> addressed to Bill Lawrence all the way to Bill the top. Lawrence, Jason, we'll... Brendan, Brett, all of you guys. <laughs> Dear writer's room, please be less good. Yes. I would like it to be less good so I could create more decisive content. <laughs> I think it's got to be two aces. Okay. I mean, you get two of them, right? For the price of one. That's true. And then the devastating ending of uh, Jamie Tart getting uh, his contract being revoked, terminated, uh, because Rebecca, no, is that's this yeah. episode, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. she initiates the transfer again, yeah. Yeah. After she says it's a team united and all that uh, while they're throwing everything into the fire. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and then, shoot, uh, speaking of Richard earlier in this episode and my absolute favorite joke mm-hmm. of the entire show where yeah. uh, it's too many ghosts, man. Uh, there's too many ghosts to which Richard says, we cannot fight them all. <laughs> which is... I mean, uh, correct. That's absolutely correct. Brilliant. Uh, Roy Kent's incredible Martin Scorsese joke. Um, And then just the introduction of Danny Rojas. uh, Absolutely brilliant. Uh, Christo, uh, I I just, I I want to just give him a hug and a kiss and uh, I don't know, ask him to be in a domestic partnership with me. Yeah. Mucho, mucho joy for sure. So we're going, we're giving your vote to two aces and Danny Rojas. Rojas. Hey, so Jeremy, I'm going to have Saigo last this time. Are you going to tie it up for her or are you going to give it to two aces? So you got Diamond Dogs versus two aces. 
Yeah, this this one's pretty hard, actually. Um, <laughs> I think that a lot of them are going to be pretty hard. Well, yeah, it's because we all love every episode of this series uh, so much. They're all just so ridiculously good. Um, but yeah, I do love the Diamond Dogs, though, is because like there is um, just like I, I love the infusion of that. But the reason why. I'm actually going to choose the diamond dogs. <laughs> I'm going to <laughs> tie this up. And it, it's literally the only reason. And again, like listen to all the amazing stuff that Kenny just said about two aces, all the amazing things and the amazing reasons, but you know what the diamond dogs has? It has the damn dart scene. <laughs> it has the dart game between uh, Ted and Rupert. And that might be one of my favorite moments in television history um, where he's given the whole story about Walt Whitman and his son and what he just nonchalantly throws three perfect darts. Um, so that dart scene alone is making me choose the Diamond Dogs. So Merry Christmas, Cy. It's up to you. <laughs> due, due to uh, pandemic events over the last two years, I haven't found myself in a bar much at all since I watched Ted Lasso. And last night I was finally at a bar again and I played darts and I suck at darts and I'm right-handed. So I, uh, I had no out for it, but Cy, you got to choose between Diamond Dogs and Two Aces. Yeah. So I was actually like desperately thinking through all the episodes and was wondering where the dart episode was and the joke with the milk sisters and all of that stuff. And I just couldn't freaking remember. So thank you for placing that way, for me. Those milk sister jokes are fantastic. I mean, I mean they're fantastic. Fantastic. Love them. Personally, um, uh, I actually kind of found them. I wasn't too keen on them. They left me a little sour. <laughs> oh yep yep, yep. Mm, that's yeah. nice <laughs> thank you Simon. Um, that's the correct response <laughs> <laughs> that's nice i didn't mean it dismissive i meant like nice like no good nice good I job. and also that was the correct response i support you you're a queen one million percent okay all of this being said I will not be voting for the Diamond Dogs. Oh, oh. yes, Diamond dude. Dogs. The dart scene oh. is gone. The pilot is gone. The yeah, heart dart and soul scene. Of this show is out of here. I'm, I'm, I don't know what to tell you. I'm pretty glad that Diamond Dogs is out of the running. Here's here's my hot take, Lasso community. I think the dart scene is just a little overrated. Oh, whoa, what? Because okay. while I was watching this, I was. I, the entire time I was going, oh, Ted's going to show up Rupert. He's just going to win and he's going to do, do some Tedisms. Uh, what I do love in that episode is Roy just immediately getting past his hangups, like having yes. to wrestle with it yes, and yes, then yes. going, oh, hold on a second. I'm an adult and Keely's an adult. I should treat her with respect. Yeah. Uh, that was so unexpected. The Keely uh, independent woman uh shtick <laughs> that it. was that was a good time loved mm. every moment of that however yeah, don't, don't sleep on the uh yeah like uh beard you know the grow up get over it thing too i just love that it's so blunt but sorry sorry can you keep going? no 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 not no no all i'm saying is the <laughs> other the other option uh the two aces danny rojas yeah. He's a star, you know, he, like that's a he's huge great. moment for us. MCU um, actor Cristo Fernandez, baby. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he's he's so great. And he's he's in like commercials, all kinds of stuff now. So he's oh. blowing up. Um and I mean it's like the first time the team really unified, and that was exciting. Yeah. And yes, it's destroyed, but 
it was it was a really good moment. So some really good scenes in both those episodes. But two aces is going to Ooh. continue to move on here. We're going to go to the bottom half of this uh, season one bracket. That's going to be the number two seed, make Rebecca great again, versus the number seven play in game for the children, which you all just voted for. So the seventh episode of the season, make Rebecca great again, versus <laughs> the fourth episode of the season for the children. Sai already threw up her hands in disgust. So we're going to go to Jeremy first for the first vote. I'll do it too. I'll give a nice Tevya here. Way to go, uh, Lou. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I will say this is funny. There's a, a very good battle of music here. We got Cam Cole versus uh, Hannah Waddingham, uh, which I think, sorry, Cam, but Hannah's going to win every time because she's ridiculous and a goddess among us. Um, uh, it's got to be make Rebecca great again for me um, because the way, like when we did the rewatch of season one, it's just like, the panic attack is as somebody who actually had them when I was younger, um, very accurate rendering um, with the tinnitus in the ears and all that kind of stuff. Um, but that like rewatching all the episodes in season one, they lay so many like little like hints that this is going to happen throughout, like even the first episode of the series. And so like the way that it naturally builds up to this moment is actually quite amazing. Um, and just special shout out to uh, Brett Goldstein, Roy mouthing the words to let it go. while, while uh, Rebecca is singing it. I always think that's just such a cute little moment. So uh, make Rebecca great again, gets my, gets my vote. You're talking about music. Don't sleep on that Celeste song that's at the end of Make Rebecca Great Again, too. That is one of the best exit songs that they have in this show. It's incredible. And I'll tell you what, there's a lot of uh, key moments in that episode. But of course, lots of key moments in the gala scene as well. Sai, what gets your vote? Make Rebecca Great Again, for sure. Ooh, the Um, first one we're putting to bed early. Yeah, I... I love the burgeoning friendship between Rebecca Keeley and Sassy. So we had another lady in the group and it's all fine. I like that um, both Rebecca and Ted get laid. That's exciting. I like that (laughs) Keeley and Roy have a nice moment. And I also like how the episode ends. It was beautiful music. Mm. Um, Yeah. Big fan all around. Yep. Iron Giant also makes an appearance. Kenny, are you <laughs> now your true. vote? I I I, I want to say this diplomatically. Your vote counts so much, but regardless of what you say, make Rebecca Great again is moving on. So any uh thoughts in this matchup, or do you think we should just continue on? Continue on. All right. Yeah, clean, we'll continue sweet, on. Baby. You'll get a chance to talk make Rebecca great again in the next round. The final bracket uh matchup for the first season. The number three seed, which was actually my favorite episode of the season, not to uh, tip the scales at all, but the fifth episode of the season, Tan Lines, versus the number six seed, which was actually the ninth episode of the season, and that was All Apologies. So Tan Lines versus All Apologies, and we are going to go to Kenny first. Uh, Tan Lines by a continental mile. (laughs) Oh, wow. We're on the same we're on the same page on this, I think. Is is Tan Lines one of your, if not your favorite episode of the season? Remind me. I liked Ted Lasso before. Yep. Okay. Episode five. And then once I watched this episode, I went, This is a piece of television that I have never seen before. <laughs> yes. Uh, which sounds hyperbolic, but honest to God, it's true. And mm-hmm. it all boils down to Ted and Michelle having issues just because which Mm. is 
the most yeah. complicated and difficult choice to give for why a relationship dissolves just because it's not working. It's not mm -hmm. because anyone did anything wrong. It just doesn't feel right. And that is comedically, that is just such a hard choice. They robbed themselves of easy plot choices and instead mm -hmm. committed themselves to say, we are a sitcom that is going to be talking about the human condition in very complex ways. It, it was thrilling to see that. And uh, even if season three is just a season filled with stinkers, I'm going to be, I'm still going to be like Ted Lasso is one of the most important shows of the mm. last 25 years, hands down, just because of tan lines. It was such a great episode. And, but all apologies, you know, going back and rewatching this, this gets that pivotal scene uh, between Ted and Rebecca, where Rebecca is apologizing for basically the entire subplot of the first season to Ted. And we get some really memorable dialogue there. It's probably one of the episodes, if not the episode, that won Hannah her Emmy for this role. So, um, Jeremy, you're up next. Is it going to be tan lines or is it going to be all apologies? Um, yeah, I'm going to leave you off the hook here. So it's tan lines for me too, <laughs> because again, I come from a big music background and a big sports background. Uh, when I was growing up, the way that Ted takes Jamie out of the game is pitch perfect. Like it's absolutely like the absolute right thing to do. Um, I've been on teams with people like that and no matter your talent, no matter how good you are, you're just too toxic to have any success. So, um, and I just love the comedy of him just like walking through the stands to go and ask her if he could do this, which is just so ridiculous, but uh, pretty fun that they bring it back later. But also, yeah, uh, echo everything you said, about uh, the Ted uh, Michelle relationship, and um, it's also the way they use forever from uh, Mumford and Sons. Like in that moment at the end of that episode is just so gorgeous. It's always been one of my favorite Mumford songs, and uh, yeah, tan lines, man. I wanted to move on, so there you go. You just set up a horrific matchup for yourself, by the way, in the next round <laughs> between Make Rebecca Great Again and Tan Lines. So start thinking about that now. <laughs> but Cy, uh, your vote doesn't necessarily count in this round, but uh, you know, all apologies is leaving the bracket. If you had any uh, final words for that, or if you wanted to mention where your vote would have been, you're welcome to do so. Yeah, nothing wild to say here. I'm on board with... Uh... Shoot. With tan lines? With tan lines. I'm on board with tan lines. <laughs> on board with tan lines. So we are going to go over to the second season and start the bracket over there. And then we'll come back to the final eight uh, matchup, the elite eight of the show Ted Lasso. So we're going to go into the, the season two play in rounds. This is going to be one where I think people <laughs> might yell. People might yell at their uh, mobile devices while listening to this because you got to remember that the episode that's going to be mentioned here in the play-in is the most controversial episode of Ted Lasso, oh which means that it has some haters on IMDb. I think that uh, the four of us here appreciate this episode quite a bit, but it is fighting its way into the tournament. So the first play-in matchup is going to be the second episode of season two, which was Lavender. 
versus the ninth episode of season two, which was Beard After Hours to get into the, the matchup. So we're going to go with Cy first. You've got Lavender, second episode of the season, a little bit of a Jamie arc, Jamie Tart redemption arc in there. Uh, you got to just of course, Jamie Tart arc, man. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And then you get Beard After Hours, which we all, of course, know and have chatted about uh, quite a bit. So which one are you going to go for in this play in? Craig, I just want to start off by saying you're a fantastic host. <laughs> like, I really feel like I'm like on ESPN right now. This is, this is excellent. Oh, wait, wait till we add the sound effects, man. I mean, <laughs> be great. you're crushing it. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Secondly, get out of here. It's lavender for me. Um, oh, yeah. I love Roy as a pundit. Um, I love. Uh, <laughs> I love looking back at Jamie Tart's time on reality TV. That's a real joy for me. Uh, I have, I can't say I have no beef with, with uh, beard after hours, but it wasn't my favorite for me. It was a distraction at that time. And so I will have to go with lavender. Okay. Okay. I, I can understand that reasoning a hundred percent. Jeremy, I'm going to go to you next. You're going to, and I, maybe because I'm pre- ordaining where your vote might go and we might go to Kenny for a tie here I'm thinking but are you going to vote for lavender or are you going to go vote for beard after hours I am a staunch beard after hours defender people uh so I think this episode is brilliant and I hear what you're saying sign and I think a lot of people are feeling this I think that if this all these episodes dropped at once and we weren't waiting a week between episodes, this one wouldn't have gotten the, quite the reaction it did. Because I think that was because we come off this big emotional high of Man City, and then it's just this really weird but really fun episode that like does kind of feel like, a, you know, like, eh, okay, whatever. Um, but I think this episode is brilliant. I love that Brendan Hunt gets to play um, in this. I think there's so many great moments. Just seeing the the trio um, you know, running around at Nelson Road Stadium, like to we are the champions, like it's such a heartwarming moment, like uh, to get to see with those three. Um, I don't know, it might go out, but I absolutely love Beard After Hours. So that's my vote. All right. Beard After Hours uh, is tied now with Lavender. So Kenny, you got to break that tie for us. I expect that I'm going to get some hate tweets on the Lasso Cast Twitter. It's beard after hours. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so much. Um, Jeremy, you're exactly on the mark. If this did not have the burden of expectations placed upon it, people would be like, hmm, nice diversion. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because they would immediately have the next episode to go yeah. to. And I think history will look back fondly on this episode, much like I think people will look back fondly on the Matrix Resurrections, but I will neither go here nor there. I'm not <laughs> The first three episodes of season two are pretty darn clumsy for me. Um, It's just awkward setups. And then Beard After Hours, to me, threads a very difficult needle because you can't, you shouldn't take away the mystery of who Beard is. Mm -hmm. You should never answer that question. No, (laughs) yeah. And so the idea of a Coach Beard episode is disastrous. And to many people, it was a disaster. (laughs) (laughs) But the fact that they were able to structure a narrative that also shows us what Beard's life is like without answering any of the questions, and for me still having it be a complete 
story. It's a miracle. Mm. Uh, I shouldn't have liked that episode. And I did like that episode a lot. Uh, and so I give it two kisses. Two kisses from Kenny, who sounded like he went to Oxford with Professor McGonagall as well as he was talking about Beard After Hours. So now we get to go to the second play-in matchup of this season two side of the bracket. That's going to be. A note? Yes, absolutely. I just want to make a note. Ooh. While Beard After Hours did have the burden of being hot off of the heels of discovering like Sam and Rebecca and all of these things. I know we can't turn back the hands of time, but I would have kindly asked that they just move that episode up because there were many a days where Beard could have gotten wasted or on drugs or anything because they were not doing great all beginning of that season. This could have been episode two. And I would have been like, wow, this is fun. But to come off the heels of a romance was cruel. And this is what they get. That's all I'm saying. If I could, if I could politely counterpoint. Uh, of course, counterpoint. This is becoming Here's, crossfire. I apologize. <laughs> we're, go, we're moving from ESPN to CNN right yeah, now. CNN, and, there we go. and I, because I thought about this a lot, um, because obviously it's a controversial episode. And I think what it boils down to, my preference for the uh, Beard After Hours is this. I like it. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Well, well right. said. Well delivered. Uh, and Sai, I completely agree with your point as well, um, because I'm the host and I don't have to put myself on the hot seat at hot, hot seat at all. Tony so, rallying this so much, man. I just now think we're going to go. Sai's reasoning is wrong. And my reasoning is right. And you may <laughs> move on. It's now fine. we're going to go to the second play in of season two. And that's going to be our uh, first episode of season two, which is Goodbye Earl. Something about the IMDb rankings in the first episodes of seasons to put him down lower. And then the seventh episode of season two, which is Headspace. So Goodbye Earl versus Headspace. And we'll go to Cy first on this one. No, you went to, we went to Cy first last time. We're going to go to Jeremy first on this one. Um, you know, I know I should probably, I know I should probably pick goodbye Earl here because there is a great Danny's through line through the entire season, especially into that finale is, is fantastic. Um, but I just really like headspace. I really like that episode, um, with the Keely Roy arc, um, where, you know, um, and again, like Kenny, this talks to about what you, you said about how, like, they just constantly keep subverting the typical sitcom or the typical comedy series tropes. Um, because you could have gotten like so much mileage out of this old, Oh, this couple doesn't understand each other. Isn't that fun? Um, you know, but like the fact that they always treat it in a very real manner, you know, it seems like, you know, I, I've had these conversations with my wife, you know, and I know it's like never something you mean, but sometimes you, you just really are annoyed with the person that you're spending all your time with. So um, I don't know. There was something that rang really true to that. And the fact that, again, um, you know, that they make it through this, like gives us like that little bit of trepidation as to where they are at the end of the season. So I think that it's a necessary episode for their arcs, too. So I'm going with Headspace. All right, so now we'll go to Sai for the second vote. Is it Goodbye Earl or is it Headspace? I am aligned with Headspace. Um, and I think that's because a lot of season two, for me, it was it was a lot of references to like my culture, like a lot of rom-coms, a lot of... Uh, <laughs> 
I don't know, just like love stories. Like there's a moment where Keely is watching Sex in the City and it's an iconic episode where her uh-huh. and Aiden get into it and she needs space and that's mirroring what's going on in Keely's life. So for me, I was like, yes, you're doing the thing for me. Whereas a lot of the time it's like, movie references that I don't get right and again not to go back to beard after hours but that's probably why I didn't love it as much as other people um so anyways all of that to say headspace for me was a fun episode it was a relatable episode it was great all right Kenny much like the Dixie Chicks and Danny Rojas they both said Earl had to die so Earl's gone already, but do you have anything to say about our play-in match between Goodbye Earl and Headspace? No. All right. (laughs) Then we're going to move on to the actual (laughs) bracket. And here we go. Was that a snort, Jeremy? I liked that snort. I don't think so. That was me. (laughs) That was Kenny? Yeah, no, Kenny will do a snort for you. Okay, that's great. That's good. I like the snort. All right. My my goal is just to kind of muddy up the sound as much as possible. Mm -hmm. That's perfect. I love everything about that. So the number one seed, Rainbow, coming in at the number one seed uh, of season two versus the eight seed play-in, which is Beard After Hours. So we'll start with Kenny on this one because he didn't get to vote last time. Kenny. Rainbow versus Beard After Beard Hours. Beard After Hours by what? such a wide. Rainbow is my least favorite episode. Of- oh, that, that, that is the Greg, hottest Greg, take. Fight, fight stance. That right? is the hottest take. And because I completely disagree with you. <laughs> I, I do not buy Roy leaving the pundit job at all. I did not see him ever be unsatisfied with that job. It come, For me, it comes absolutely out of nowhere it feels like them maneuvering roy into this job of being a coach which to me seems a lot more predictable as opposed to, and this is this is me judging the show of what i wanted versus what actually is <laughs> and i think what they did with roy as a coach is good but the for me the potential of exploring this character outside of football and trying to, for me, that's just a much more rich story than what ended up happening. Again, I like what they did with Roy as a coach. Um, and then just the last, that that last montage uh, feels very, it Perfect. doesn't make sense within the logic Perfect. of the show. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. People talking because of the joke and not because it feels honest. Uh, I I vastly prefer Beard After Hours. Counterpoint to that, uh, everything you said is wrong, and Rainbow is amazing. No, 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 but truly, real quickly, I would just push back ever so slightly that we do see Roy at the beginning of the season. I don't remember if it's Lavender or if it's, it's, in fact, it could be Goodbye Earl. It's sometime in that muddled first three episodes, as Kenny referenced, that uh, we uh, we see Roy coaching the girls, and he's clearly... That is something that he's really enjoying. He's kind of pushed into the commentator job. I actually don't see him ever really enjoy being a commentator. It's always that gruffness, that exterior of Roy. And so I am glad when uh, the mustachio man chases him down. And is he getting falafels or something? I can't remember exactly what he's ordering, but kebabs, man. Kebabs. At the end of episode, the first episode where Roy goes to be a pundit, he comes back and he says, I loved it. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm, okay all right i i uh, guess uh you and i will just have to agree to um 
that you're wrong. Uh, so uh, how dare you have a different opinion? In fact, <laughs> I'm just going to end the bracket. Beard after hours. <laughs> Beard after it's... hours wins everything. Uh, yeah. We can we can take it home. Oh, I can hear Twitter's head exploding right now. <laughs> uh, my head exploding. Sai, get me out of this nonsense. Is it rainbow or is it beard after hours? I think we both know it's rainbow. I think I'm <laughs> highly concerned that because there are two people who like beard after hours, that it's going to sweep the whole thing. As it should. <laughs> As it should. I will say rainbow had many a reference that I loved. They had no reason to do a whole rom-com bit and it was perfect. It was perfect. And that's all I'm going to say about it. Also, I will say. <laughs> That that's as all he's I'm like, gonna say, but I'm gonna, gonna say, say but I have more. <laughs> as he's like running through the streets, there's like so many little bits that are like obviously ridiculous. Like this would never happen in real life, and that's what a rom com is all about. So they delivered, and I loved it. That is all. Do you believe in rom communism, or do you believe in Martin Scorsese? That's your choice here. You have Rainbow versus Beard After Hours. What is your pick, Mister Geckner? Well, you know my distaste for Scorsese's uh, take on the MCU. Um, (laughs) So here's the thing, like, um, (laughs) you know my love for Beard After Hours and everything. And I do love, like, the Richard Curtisness of Rainbow at the end is, like, really fun. It's just really, really, really fun. Um, You know, Roy doing all of that stuff. Um, And that moment, I think that moment on the field is where Nate's villain turn actually, you know, kicks into high gear when you know roy walks onto the field um but yeah beard after hours <laughs> yes oh my yes! gosh yes no I, oh, what a letdown you set us up I know, wow I so lasso many, fandom was, is immediately going to unsubscribe to both of our podcasts. That was the John we just lost so many we just lost um, so many listeners oh my gosh i don't know man i i yeah what can i say man like kenny kind of made sense to me a little um i just i think somebody needs to advocate for this episode and i'm gonna do it i think i'd like to upsets need to happen uh we need to work this out with the with the contracts but i think we can initiate a trade uh i think i'm gonna go to lasso cast (laughs) kenny you can go to peanut butter and biscuits uh and we'll just we'll just figure this out but no the paperwork it's not boom boom I mean, me and Jeremy could pivot to just being a Star Trek podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's also That's right. true. While, uh, while you all have the more conventional opinions for, for Ted Lasso. Oh, conventional. Sometimes conventionality is the correct way to go, my friend. Correct. I so... agree with you, Craig. Gorgeous <laughs> man. All right. So we are going to go with the next, the next matchup. Maybe not as controversial, but who knows? We'll see. We have The Signal, which was the sixth episode of season uh, two. And that was, so that's the four seed. And then it's against the five seed, which is actually the fourth episode of season two, Carol of the Bells, the Christmas episode. Ah. So we have The Signal versus Carol of the Bells. And I'm going to go to Jeremy first. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I don't want to tell you guys which ones I like. I feel like uh, I feel like you're gonna like rip them out of me now. Um, no, I um, I really love uh, the signal. Um, actually, that's gonna be my choice here. And the Christmas episode, I still think is just so much fun. Um, it is kind of beard after hours ish in the way that it it kind of doesn't comport to any real timeline in the season two narrative at all. And of course, we all know because that's one of the extra episodes that uh, Apple ordered. But um, 
selfishly, one of the reasons I love the signal so much is because in the FA Cup, they're playing my Premier League team that I root for, the Tottenham Hotspurs. So, um, you know, it's always good to see, uh, you know, the team you root for there. But I just absolutely love the moment of Jamie making that kick in the first half. And the fact that um, from the backstage stories, they say that Phil Dunster actually made that kick on his first try, um, which is absolutely nuts. Um, And I just think it's a really wonderful moment and a great moment where um, they all come together to do that. And, you know, where we really set in Ted's emotional issues for the second half of the season. So I love this episode. Okay, Kenny. Let's go uh, I, with the signal versus Carol the bells. I am going to vote for beard after hours. In this. <laughs> uh, not to just echo all of Jeremy's excellent opinions, but I am also going to go with the signal. Oh, uh, with all of Jeremy's excellent reasonings. And also for the sheer fact that, uh, sorry, our podcast is very much, uh, Rebecca, Sam shippers all the mm-hmm. way. So mm-hmm. to see Sam be the match on banter, I literally That's... got up in the room and ran around in joy and squealing delight. That is a uh, good reveal. Good reveal. Yeah. It's lovely. And then also just the dynamics are getting much more complicated. Uh, Ted is not able to reach Jamie, but Roy is able to reach Jamie. Nate makes a great call. Yeah. All right, so the signal is going to move on, which means Hannah Waddingham belting out some darling love is leaving this bracket. But, Cy, any uh, last words for Carol the Bells, or did you want uh, you to give your vote publicly for the signal or Carol the Bells? Yeah, I'll quickly say my vote is definitely for uh, the signal simply because, again, at the end of the episode, we get the reveal mm. that it is Sam talking to Rebecca, and that is quite a payoff. Um, so for that reason alone, it's got to be the signal. Especially when they messed with us, and in the previous episode, they, they showed totally that made us Ted that, in Rain- that was Rainbow, right? So in Rainbow, they show that Ted was looking at his phone like right mm-hmm. after Rebecca sent him. It's, it's yet another betrayal so, in that episode. Craig. So perfectly it set it, up. It's place on the ash heap. So perfectly set up. What I will say about Carol the Bells, because it's leaving the tournament now, I will say that when Ted Lasso is put to bed and uh, years after Ted Lasso has finished, I'm guessing the episode I will watch more than any other Ted Lasso episode into perpetuity is Carol of the Bells because it has earned a place in my Christmas viewing every single year. But I understand for the purposes of this bracket, I think the right decision was made. Signal is moving on. So now we go to the bottom half of this uh, season two bracket. It's going to be the two seed, which was the eighth episode of the season and that was man city versus the seven seed which was the play-in and also the seventh episode of the season and that was headspace so we've got man city versus headspace and we're going to go to Sai first sure uh <laughs> my list here real quick <laughs> man city versus oh oh interesting okay um i am gonna say man city uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Now I can feel more strongly about this. It's Man City because <laughs> Sam and Rebecca, they go on their date. And we know I like fancy people. Sam is looking very tasty. Rebecca is mm. looking very tasty. Um, Isaac gives Sam a beautiful haircut. Love that. Um, and at the end of the episode, this is when uh, I would say an Oscar winning performance potentially from Jamie's dad. That is a mm. serious scene 
for both Jamie and his dad. Like it's it's uncomfortable. Like it's very, 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 very memorable. Um, so I'm I'm going with Man City. All right. Kenny, I saw you reacting in your Zoom box uh quite virulently. So let's say Man City or Headspace, which one are you going for? With all of size decisions, I agree with her wholeheartedly. <laughs> it's 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 Man City. Um the the scene with Jamie and his dad, the the confidence of the show to just let that thing play, uh, to to be so hard and so silent, uh, letting the silence linger, is just so absolutely wonderful. Um, and then Ted's confession to Sharon at the end mm, is, mm-hmm. it's it's really wonderful and powerful and raw um and such a great setup to yeah. Beard after hours it's a perfect <laughs> setup for Beard after hours because you're just super excited you can't <laughs> wait to find out what's going to happen next mm. uh, which makes a perfect plate for a palate cleanser which is what you want after a delicious meal Okay. All right. So we're going to go with Man City has your vote. Jeremy, your vote's not going to count in this in the least, but what is your vote for Man City or Headspace? Yeah, I, yeah, clean sleep Man City. I will say more in the next round because if I'm counting down my episodes right, there might be a pretty tough matchup coming up here in the second round for Man City. So I'm going with that. (laughs) Going to be some tough matchups abounding in the next round for sure, but we got to get there first. The last of our establishing of the Elite Eight is going to be the final episode of season two, the 12th episode, Inverting the Pyramid of Success versus the third episode of of season two as the sixth seed, which is do the rightest thing. And of course that is uh, the athletic activism beat that we get out of Sam. Um, We also have kind of the story redemption arc comes to a close of Jamie Tart in that episode. So inverting the pyramid of success versus do the rightest thing. Jeremy, I'll go to you first. Oh, that's sneaky hard actually, because there are, I I do, I do see what you're saying, uh, Kenny, with the clunkiness of those first three episodes. Um, And I think actually Brendan Hunt spoke to that in a tweet where I think he said they thought they were releasing them all um, at once, like they did with season one. Um, But there is so many great moments in that. Yeah. Jamie's forward, like, well, at least almost like 95% full redemption Sam's moment. And I, there's a moment in that episode when uh, Trent is asking Sam questions and like, he literally shushes all the rest of the reporters when Sam says, no, I'm not talking about the game. Like, do you want to ask me about, um, you know, Nigeria? And there's like this look that Trent gives him. And I said this on our recap of it, where it was just kind of like, a, are you calling out the government? And Sam says, yes. And Trent just gives him like this little nod, like, good job. Like, you know, like at a boy type thing. And it just made me like really endeared to Trent as a character um, even more. But it's hard to get away from the emotionality of inverting the pyramid of success. Um, as Craig put on our Twitter uh, feed, uh, the most uh, shocking and traumatic off-screen character death of all time um, with the belief sign. Um, don't think we'll ever get over that. Um, so that is my vote. I have to vote for that one in good conscience. Okay. Inverting the pyramid of success is your vote. So we're going to go to Kenny next. What do you got? Um. While inverting the pyramid of success does have a puppy in a helmet, which is one of my absolute favorite visuals. Mm. Uh, 
I do think that do the rightest thing <laughs> to speak to JRB's initial point before picking the inverting the pyramid of success. <laughs> it's a really great episode. Mm. Um, it's a really powerful episode. We also get uh, Nora, who is one of my favorite additions <laughs> for the season. Um, it, it does kind of... It, it, I, I wish that the fallout from going against Dubai Air was threaded a little bit more of the season. Yeah. Because that is such a seismic decision in the... If and, that happened in our... I mean, we're, we're sort of seeing something similar with, you know, UEFA and FIFA kicking Russia out of their competitions right now. So, I mean, it, it doesn't happen often, to your point. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I wish that that was threaded through the rest of the show, but I don't think that that discounts just how uh, wonderful this episode is. And also inverting the period of success is also just a wonderful, devastating episode, uh, which is a weird thing to say about a sitcom. <laughs> oh, inverting the pyramid of success. Hilarious. Also just uh, emotionally me to the core. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I'm do the rightest thing. Oh, we're tied it up. Yeah, it's uh, it's It's a great episode. That's for sure. So now we're going to go to Sai for the deciding vote. Is it going to be inverting the pyramid of success or do the rightest thing? Moving on. They're both great episodes. So I'm just going to say do the rightest thing. Both of the the things that have been brought up by Jeremy and Kenny are, are valid. So I've, I I don't feel strongly. I'm going to go with do the rightest thing. And I will also Ooh. give a shout out to Jeremy. You truly got me calling the belief side a character death oh. is unreal. That's hysterical. <laughs> so thank you for that. Character death. <laughs> All right. So I that means think I screamed out loud when I saw that. I was like, no. <laughs> it's it's <Yeah>. shocking. <laughs> it, it was. It was absolutely shocking. Miracle. It's a beautiful, it's a beautiful episode for sure. But now we are moving into the Elite Eight. And here is where I get to surprise all of you because I'm the host and your are going to scream at me later so in the elite eight it's going to be a rapid vote so what we're going to do is we are only going to be able to say the title of the episode that you want to move on you will not be able to give your reasons you will not be able to uh tell the masses why you're voting against their favorite episode you're just going to do it so let's get into it that way we can get our final four. We're going back to season one. So in the first matchup, it's the finale of season one, The Hope That Kills You, against the sixth episode of season one, Two Aces. So this is a one seed versus a five seed matchup. The Hope That Kills You versus Two Aces. Kenny, you can only say the title. The Hope That Kills You. All right. The Hope That Kills You has one vote. Jeremy. The hope that kills you. The hope that kills you has two votes. It will move on into the final four. But Sai, what would your vote have been? Two aces. Oh, Ooh. all right. I don't feel good about it. Also, <laughs> I'm sorry. Just a quick question. Yeah. Did you say in the beginning, like, there are just certain episodes that we're not going to cover. Is that correct? Like, they're that just is, not in yes. the mix. So, so okay. there's only, so total, there would have been what? Uh, we had two play-ins on both sides. So there was math is hard for me. So I think we had 20 total teams uh, enter the playoff, enter the bracket, which means the bottom two episodes were not included. 
So I think they probably both would have come from, I don't know. I have to go back and look and see oh, which episodes we aren't two, including. Because you did it by like uh, viewer votes or some nonsense. Yeah, like, for, for by IMDb ranks. Nonsense. Yeah, real nonsense for sure. Sorry. So that means that our first final four is in. Uh, and so that means that um, in the bottom half of the Elite Eight here in season one, we have the seventh episode of the season, Make Rebecca Great Again, which was our two seed versus the fifth episode of the season, which was our three seed in Tan Lines. So Make Rebecca Great Again versus Tan Lines. Sai, you get to go first. Tan Lines. Tan Lines. All right. Kenny. Tan Lines. Tan Lines coming through. Jeremy, what would your vote have been? Make Rebecca Great Again. <laughs> All right. So the two seed has a early out that's going to set up a one three matchup going into the final four. But first, let's get the other side of the bracket ready and let's go over to the season two elite eight side of the bracket. We have beard after hours. <laughs> say versus... it with you, Gusto, man. Say it with say it like you mean it. We have beard after hours versus the signal, which probably a little bit of a harder vote than maybe uh, you're letting on. I want to see where this madness goes, so I'm going to go to Sai first. What's your vote? Uh, be beard after hours or the signal? The signal. All right, Jeremy. What's your vote? I'm sorry, guys. The signal. Oh, the signal. So, Kenny, would you have went for your lovely beard after hours? Yes. <laughs> Beard After Hours makes an exit from the tournament, but they had a really strong showing, you know, that Cinderella story of getting through the one seed, but Cinderella can't dance any longer. Signal is going on to the final four, which means the bottom half of the bracket, we get to get our last final four team. That's going to be the eighth episode of season two, which was our two seed Man City versus the uh third episode of season two and this was actually our sixth seed and that's do the rightest thing so man city versus do the rightest thing and we'll go to kenny first man city man city gets the vote jeremy <sighs> man city man city gets the vote and gets to advance Sai, what would your vote have been man city Boom. All right. So now that we're back in the final four, you do get to argue these all the way to the championship. No more of these ridiculous rapid fire rounds, but I had to get beard after hours out of this tournament. No, I'm kidding. Of course. Really no, no, it is an excellent episode and I can't wait to continue to break it down. Uh, Kenny, anytime you want, we can talk beard after hours, but we do have the final four. On the first season side of the bracket, we have The Hope That Kills You, which was the number one seed, versus Tan Lines, which was the number three seed. And then when we get to season two, it will be The Signal, which was the four seed, versus Man City, which was the two seed. So the one seeds have all been eliminated from the tournament. And oh no, the one seed, we do have The Hope That Kills You. Never mind, scratch that. <laughs> There is a one seed left in the tournament. Duke still is around, kind of unfortunately. No, I can't make <laughs> that equation. Wait a minute, I am I, the hope am I remembering you. right here? We've got a one, a two, a three, and a four seed, guys. <laughs> we do. We do have a one, a two, a three, and a four. You are correct. Good job there. So you can discuss this one. Let's open it up with our guests. So we're going to go to Psy first between the hope that kills you and tan lines. Oof. 
I am going with tan lines. Okay. Um. Yeah, I don't. I honestly don't have much to say about this one. For me, it's definitely tan lines. Like definitely uh, tan lines. Definitely tan lines for all the reasons we discussed before. All right, Kenny, is it definitely tan lines, or are you going to give it to the hope that kills you? Uh, both of these episodes are delicious pieces of pizza, and. One is pepperoni and sausage, but one is meat lovers. And Ooh. for me, tan lines is that meat lovers pizza. Oh, Ooh. delicious pieces of pizza, unless you're vegetarian, in which case, like both of them are unethical, in which case I understand. Uh, but tan lines is just a sublime piece of television, period. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, uh, it's hand lines is going to be representing in the final. And then uh, so that means that we need to go over to the other side of the bracket and we're going to go with signal versus man city. Um, Jeremy, I didn't get your vote there. So I'm sorry. Did you want to put in a pitch for the hope that kills you since it's leaving the tournament? I said everything in the first round. I would have voted for it as well, but no shame losing to tan lines. It's a, yeah, as Kenny said, it's an amazing piece of television. You know what happened was Sai threw me for a loop because then while you were talking, I went back and I saw the episodes that weren't included in the bracket. And <laughs> there were some great episodes that weren't included in this bracket, including yeah, what uh, happened? It, it, right. What happened? Uh, including No Weddings and a Funeral and The Midnight Train to Royston. So I don't know if perhaps I read the email incorrectly. Uh, <laughs> you will have to reach out to us, uh, but maybe we should just okay, like if, do we can do the NIT after going, this. We'll just have those two. We'll just have those two going by this, each other. If I'm reading this right, like uh, no weddings and a funeral would have gone up against Beard After Hours, which Beard After Hours would have won. So no, nothing there. And then it would have been uh, Headspace versus Midnight Train to Royston. So, so he had a play in to the play in. Is that what you're saying? It looks like he had a play in to the plan. <laughs> that is what happened. He had a two round play in for season two, and I just didn't see it correctly. So uh, right letters over Royston anyway I would uh, have, so. what I'm I guess... hoping is that the IMDB scores even though everyone really hated Carol of the Bells and Beard after hours secretly like everyone really hated No Weddings and a Funeral and Midnight Train to Royston <laughs> just way more but no one was saying anything about it <laughs> yeah no everybody just had shade for it but they didn't want to say it publicly because you know Rick Astley you can't like make fun of him right so anyway uh, what we'll do what we'll do because I made an egregious error is we will talk about those two episodes i don't think um, that egregious man they would have no, lost no no you're good <laughs> i'm right, upset to hear that they would have lost i will just say <laughs> no weddings and a funeral was mm. the only episode surprisingly that I actually gave 10 out of 10 like yeah. i really liked that episode it was a great episode it's oh. got one of my favorite jokes of all time which is congratulations mother he just fat shamed a baby to tears <laughs> <laughs> I think might be one of the best lines of dialogue ever written in any show That's ever. funny. We did ask uh, favorite scenes to edit as well when we had the editors on, and I believe oh, AJ God. said his favorite scene oh, was the wedding scene because uh, it was when Ted comes and in and they then they start singing uh, "Never Gonna Give You Up," and it's just like he's like the back and forth of that editing that was just a well, pure also, delight. What so. I think is going to win the Emmy for editing next year the scene where Rebecca and Ted are recounting their trauma stories and they're both doing it at the same time. 
and like absolutely ridiculously good editing there. So uh, AJ won his Emmy. We need to get Melissa her enemy now. So let's go. Having for said her. all those Whatever amazing things, I still would have. I still would have voted for Beard After Hours over it. So I'm just saying. So. All are ruthless. <laughs> all right. Going, all right. Craig. So now, uh, error aside, we've now talked about those episodes. So the other half, getting ready for our championship uh, in the final four, we have the signal versus. Man City. So uh, this is for all the Marvels getting into the championship for the season two side of the bracket, the signal versus Man City. And we'll go to Kenny first. Uh, For the person that would be editing this episode, can you just make a huge sound effect of a jar of marbles? (laughs) And it's just, it's very cacophonous. And then uh, just kind of make it sound like it's spilling out as I proclaim Man City. Man City. Yeah. Man City Uh, as the episode. Yeah, Man City is just a a lovely episode and the signal, a a good episode. It it just, in my mind, is just having a little bit less staying power compared to Man City and the emotional punch of that one. Mm. Uh, Yeah. Absolutely. I can see your point there. Now, Jeremy, I know the signal is one of your favorites of season two. So I'm going to go to you next. Which yeah, one I mean, you got? You always have to stay loyal to the things that you want until something better comes along. And that is Man City. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm going with Man City here as well. Um, and again, now that I know it's going into the next round, I will save my thoughts once again for the championship round here. Uh, Sigh. Jeremy- with that thought, I really hope that you're not married. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to edit out what was just. <laughs> All right. And Sai, what is your thought here? Um, Man City's moving on, but any final thoughts uh, before we get into the championship round? No, I feel great about Man City moving on. Okay. Now the championship matchup is always tough because it's hard to know if there's going to be a tie or if it's going to go to someone and it's going to be an early out. Um, But these are two excellent episodes. What I will tell you is funny is that if you scroll for Ted Lasso, you're going to find it under the Apple TV plus comedy section. And the two episodes in the final round of Ted Lasso have barely any comedy in them. They're both emotional gut punches in the fifth episode from season one. Honestly, my favorite episode of the entire series, Tan Lines. Uh, So I'm happy with this choice. But one of my other favorite episodes in season two is the eighth episode, which is Man City. So we have Tan Lines, which was the three seed out of the uh, first season side of the bracket. And then we have Man City, which was the two seed out of the season two side of the bracket. And they are going to face off here in the championship. I don't know which way this is going to go. So let's get into it and find out what the best episode of Ted Lasso, the first two seasons are definitively, maybe except for the omission of no weddings at a funeral and midnight to roast in. But we can put that asterisk in there. I'm fine with that. But here we go. Let's go with our guests first. And let's do Sai first, because you did not get to vote in the last round. This is so stressful. Um, these the- two episodes are very close for me. Like, I would say among the top period for the show. So, oh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say tan lines, 
my head is telling me tan lines. My heart is telling me Man City though. Like there's something about watching Sam and Rebecca and then watching Jamie's dad and then watching Jamie take it all. That's feels very fresh to me. So I'm changing my vote. I'm actually going to go with Man City. And I Ooh, in overtime. Yeah. Man yeah, City yeah. I think I coming back. Mm-hmm. All right. So size official vote is for Man City. Man City has one vote on the board. Uh, Kenny, I've got to go to you next as our guest. What is it? Now, just real quick. Uh, is there any way that I could just forfeit my vote in favor of bringing Beard After Hours back into the bracket? No. <laughs> I love the outside the box thinking there. I, love I mean, it. this is an Airbud rule where it's ne- not necessarily no anything against, against it, it, right? So yeah. <laughs> I do, I do love the Airbud rule. I think we're gonna go ahead and let Beard After Hours rest uh, on the pitch okay. with <laughs> Jeremy, Baz, and Paul. They're all still celebrating. They're all still drinking. Beard has a hula hoop. It's all yeah. a great party over at Beard After Hours. They're still celebrating their loss. It's fine. Mm. Uh, but you can listen to us talk, me and Jeremy talk about it on our Beard After Hours Minute podcast. Yeah. Go through that episode. <laughs> minute by minute. By minute. <laughs> and then our Patreon where we go over it second by second. Yes, I'm down with this. Outstanding. Um, I'm going to have to go tan lines. Woohoo! It sets up the tie. So tan lines has one vote. Man City has one vote. Did you want to explain anything there? Or do you think the vote speaks for itself there, Kenny? I I think I've already articulated it. Um, I think Man City might be a little bit more emotionally complex, uh, dealing with a variety of things. I think Tan Lines edges it out just because of the difficulty of which they are threading the needle of the Ted and Michelle relationship. And it just feels like the show boldly proclaiming, cool, we are operating without a net. We're going to try and make the most complex emotional decisions that also feel the most honest. Um, it's, yeah, it's are you, wonderful. Are you voting for honest emotional decisions or are you voting for maybe one of the best unspoken Tedisms? of the entire series in that hug between Jamie Tart and Roy Kent in the locker room after Man City. Jeremy, it all comes down to you. Which one's it going to be? Tan lines or Man City? Or the Airbud rule you bring back Beard After Or Beard After Hours comes back. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I will say, Kenny, a very well laid out uh, thesis there. Um, because you're right, like the more I keep thinking about that Ted-Michelle relationship and just the way you're right, like how genius it is to just be like, nope, it's just not working. Like there's cause you're right. Like you could have villainized one of those two so easily, like in that, you know, um, may, may I air just a tiny grievance, not to necessarily take the wind yeah. out of the sails. Yeah. 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 Cause in, it changes me a bit whenever I see folks go, yeah, no, but we all agree. Michelle was cheating. Mm-hmm. Which, no, I don't buy that at all. Yeah, <laughs> I don't get, I don't, I don't, I don't land on that at all. <laughs> yeah, it's an easier choice, and it's just – it's so much more devastating. Yes. Uh, yeah, because yeah, Ted is such an affable, likable person, and the fact that, you know, like, of course, we're not living with him or anything. <laughs> that always changes the equation. But, like, you know, we all love Ted so much, we can't imagine anybody not wanting to make it work with him. And, and Michelle you know? agonizing over – I. 
we yeah, can try one of, more. Yeah, one of those more most important scenes in that is like where she is just crying over in the corner and you know trying to you know hold it in. And, you know, it's just literally one of those things. Yeah, she's, like, trying to make herself feel, you know, what she used to feel. Again, you're just, like, really, really smart choices there. Um, and I haven't talked about Man City yet. Um, you know, lots has been, lots, lot has been said about the hug. I think it's one of the great emotional beats of the show. Um, and you're right. I can't remember which of you were talking about it. But, yeah, Kieran O'Brien as uh, James Tart Sr., um, Man, that is a tour de force performance there because you're right. Um, and I think, uh, Sai, it was you who was saying that Jamie just taking it like, you know, just like a child would like you just can't bring yourself to to, to stand up to that particular bully um, until that one moment. And then there's a moment when like his dad starts laughing and he gets up and there's like a little bit of like fear and retreat in Jamie's uh, face. And I just love that they added that in there. It's like even though he's this really fit really like tough guy now he still you know coils back at his dad um but yeah i think um uh, just going off gut because both these episodes are great uh <laughs> i'm gonna go with man city I'm gonna oh go my man god city. i wow! can't believe you i can't yes. believe you yes. I, I cannot believe it Oh, now it's now literally I'm, a gut play. Like Kenny, oh, that was one of the most well argued things in any bracket we've I had on the Ferrero Network. I had it. I had it, I had it set up in my mind. First of all, Tan Lines is is my favorite episode, I and know. I had it set up in my mind that I was going to say, you know what? Just like our friend Leslie Higgins says, if you're right with the right show, even the hard <laughs> decisions are easy. But then you went and picked Man City. All right. Just, I'm, I'm just saying, dude, like the hug is still reverberating around the world. Okay. <laughs> like people are still embracing Roy and Jamie, just like they embrace each other there. Um, and again, like I, I've been very open, like Phil uh, and, and Jamie is one of my favorite characters from the very start of the show. And to see that full circle emotion there um, at the end. And I love it that it takes him a moment to hug Roy back. I love that it takes him a moment and a beat to like fully surrender in that moment. So, um, you know, I still think Phil should get an Emmy nomination for that uh, episode alone. <laughs> I hope he does. Um, so, yeah. Sorry, guys. Man City. That's my choice. That's the champ. That supporting actor category is just going to be what? Brett, Brett Goldstein, Nick Brett, Muhammad, Nick. <laughs> like Phil, Tahib. All of them are just going to get all the nominations. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, Man City is the winner of this bracket. And I will say, you know, as much as I, I was actually really impressed with Tan Line showing, I will, and that's actually kind of funny, uh, but <laughs> Man, Man City is a great victor out of season two side of the bracket. And it has just been an absolute treat to, again, get to chat with the folks of Lasso Cast. Absolutely. With and with Love Kenny. you guys. This has just been incredible. Thanks for such a fun night to both this of you. This was a blast. We yes. must do this again. Yes, absolutely. And you know, with John in the mix at some point, this could completely change. I don't know. We're probably uh, would, yeah. And I don't know. We'll have to we'll have to figure out another like Ted Lasso content game we can play amongst all of us. And and uh that would be fun to do before season three for sure. So before you get going though, I do want you to let other folks know that might be listening on the peanut butter and biscuits feed what they are missing out with. Uh, listening to a great podcast at LassoCast. So where can they find you all? Well, <laughs> they can find <laughs> us uh, wherever you, you know, consume your podcast. We are um, 
LassoCast. So you can find us on Apple, iTunes, and all that kind of stuff. You can find us on Patreon if you want to subscribe there. Uh, Patreon slash LassoCast. And Kenny, I think we're on social. I think we're definitely on social. Kenny, what's our social? Uh, I believe we are just at LassoCast available on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, we technically have a TikTok, but I think we only have five videos up there. <laughs> I should be I should be busier uh, in that regard. Um, yes, LassoCast.com for everything. And so I hope I speak for you, but um, this is just such a well-run bracket and just oh, yeah. absolutely delightful. Uh, so give Lou some kisses for us. For sure. Yeah. We will we will send your love to Lou and I will tell him he needs to explain double play in games in the future. But no, this has just been a lot of fun. I think that our listeners, uh, certainly, you know, we all have our favorites and I'm sure people were disappointed along the way. But I don't know that anybody can truly argue with Man City being the victor here. Uh, it is such a great episode and such an emotionally powerful episode for our really starting off point going into season three and we can't of course wait until season three they might be filming some stuff now uh or they will be filming in the relatively near future actually by the time that this is released i am positive that we will have had an announcement that season three is really up and running uh, all the way through which is just kind of exciting to talk about but jeremy can you tell folks that might be listening from the lasso cast side of things uh what where they can find us and then also anything else you have uh for the folks at lasso cast yeah absolutely once again thank you guys always a pleasure so much fun um and of course if you do want to find us uh we are part of the npr illinois you can find us at nprillinois.org slash program slash front dash road dash network of course we are part of the front row network of shows um and speaking of that uh thank you for calling out lou his bracket skills are indeed legendary he's done many a movie bracket for us over at the network um and this year he's gone even further uh, down his crazy rabbit holes because he has made a 64 character bracket of uh snl characters um, oh that he's gonna be doing this year so he's broken it down into guest stars recurring duo characters uh again just over the top crazy lou hair is the bracketologist <laughs> in the mall put in a personal push for me to be on that episode yes i think he would love you <laughs> that would be great absolutely I, and I think what you'll be surprised is just how much i uh stand pat uh, <laughs> the least problematic character of all of snl oh absolutely well just and, pat uh, that's definitely happening uh so we're going to have kenny uh the madman madison <laughs> on um the bracket for that one um so find that and again find all of them the 90s uh the best 90s song bracket from 2020 was an absolute ridiculous amount of fun um so many weird matchups there um but yeah again this is just so much fun guys we're going to keep doing it lasso podcast unite yeah, yeah, no kidding. This was, this was awesome. just so much fun. Uh, I got to put in a pitch for, I just did a bracket uh, on the Disneyland attractions for my Beyond the Mouse show. So that was also a lot of fun I too. I went there. Lou, Lou, Disneyland, sir, oh, not Disney World. Yeah, I, I'm uh, not fancy enough to go to your California park. I, I haven't been either. So it was a really fun episode for me to host, <laughs> but I, uh, it it was it was a lot of fun. Lou also did great work with that one too. So uh, we definitely love Lou and all the work he does in March. But um, thanks again. I can't. I, it's hard. I don't want this episode to end because I just oh. love you two so much. This is so great. It's been we can such a blast. Talk about how Santa is canon. Yes, absolutely. Santa absolutely. 
And Absolutely. He makes a return appearance in season three where he just does the Santa miracle and then just kind of winks at the camera. <laughs> and walks away. Well, I will tell you, Kenny, you know, you've been in this Zoom uh, since the last time we met. So you can just stay in here and I can check in every now I and just, then. I, I really can say hi. Like to leave those there. If there's. Oh, no, Kenny. Nighty night. Nope, nope. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. It was so great talking to all of you. So for peanut butter and biscuits, I am Craig. I'm Sai. I'm Kenny. I'm Jeremy. And as always, be a goldfish. Be a goldfish. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Front Row Network, a proud Community Voices member of National Public Radio, Illinois. For more from the Front Row Network, including our articles or our other dozens of shows, visit thefrontrownetwork.com or nprillinois.org slash programs slash network. You can also find us on social media by searching for the Front Row Network on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram, and on Twitter at Front Row Reviews with a Z.